You're listening to the MC Vocal Fry Podcast, your weekly dash of voice science, pedagogy, and pop culture, coming to you from the campus of Mississippi College in Clinton, Mississippi. Well, Nat, gosh, congratulations, Michael. Thanks. Um, Nat's just finished literally moments ago. I can't believe we're literally recording a podcast literally minutes after Nat's finished. This is either the best or worst idea we've ever had. Still have Nat's auditorium results sweat on us. That's right. Yes, because yeah. it ends up being so hot. Anyway, we are we are actually had Nat's at home, home turf uh, Nat's this time. We have an awesome human being with us today. Woo. Oh my goodness. Um, Nancy Mariah Balish. Did I say that right? Balish. Balish. That's close enough. Darn it. Okay. Okay. We have her with us. Um, and uh, ha- I don't know if you've listened to any of our podcasts, but we there's no format to our podcast. Got it. There's absolutely no. We're just literally having a conversation. That's, I'm okay that's with really that. That's all, all it is. And when I thought of people... When I was originally thinking of guests, uh, you know, we had Paul Hotailing on yes. a, number of, a number of weeks ago, and uh, I knew when I had this idea to do this, I was like, I have to have Paul on at some point. I mean, and, and while we are, a, you know, we are sort of this weird pedagogy, science, pop culture thing, but also it's just about singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I just love people who are just into singing, and, I, and, I, and, and, and let me just introduce to our podcast audience why I wanted to have you on in the first place, which was... You guys have this amazing thing at Ole Miss, this living music, living music in, resource, in, in resource mm-hmm. and now institute yes. that, that you did this year as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, just for our audience, could you just tell them about it? Because sure. I don't even—I doubt Michael even knows I don't about know. it. Sure. Well, I know, I know. I, and hopefully, I, I don't I, ramble too much. But uh, no, please ramble all you like. <laughs> the living music resource is is a creation that I have done. It came out of an observation that the idea of two tracks. In music are no more you know it used to be back in my day you were either going to be a, a singing teacher or you're going to be a performer and right. now we have to be so much more versatile and sure. we have to hone other skills for this 20th 21st century dynamic of music so um created this entity we produce productions we bring in esteemed artists uh, from around the globe to Oxford. We also showcase Mississippi artists. We do a lot of that through our live stream web series right. called LMR Live, which is this, um, I, I like to say it's like inside the actor's studio meets Andy Cohen meets late night television. You know, we um, we have our core content. I think but, it's so fun. But we, First we of all, let me fun. just say that I think it's so Thank fun. Thank you. Thank because, you. I mean... I think the first, like right after I got here, you had Matt in mm-hmm. Oxford. Matt Hoke. And uh-huh. uh, I think that was the first time I was introduced to all of it. Yeah. Because I think even before you and I maybe even knew each other, Matt was on and I knew Matt. Oh. And, and, and that's how I was introduced to the whole concept. Got it. So this, is, and that, what's funny is when I set out to do this, to do the Living Music Resource, that wasn't the vision. But what, when we embarked on different things, and we also do, we do side-by-side performances, we do... Uh, master class is called Between the Bar Lines. We have all these different things to do, but the <coughs> thing that's really the been bar our... Between the Bar Lines. Isn't that awesome? 
She's way better at making names up. I love you. making names. <laughs> I don't know. The name of our podcast is I love great. your podcast. It's, true. it's a good name. We, you got one. But, <laughs> but honestly, I'm not sure if you, Sarah, or I came up with that I because we did it together literally one morning. But see, that's... Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this whole thing with LMR. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, yes. no, no. But I want to tie to this is the students being vested and involved in the process. And oh, through see, this, honing the skills that I'm discussing, whether you want to call them music entrepreneurship skills, whether you want to call them business skills, whatever you want to call them, that they're honing these skills. So LMR Live, this web series we do, the students produce it. So they learn how to do the audio production, the video production, the live streaming, the editing afterwards. They help write the show, come up with the content, all of that. So they're honing these skills. And what's awesome is my department's been very supportive. So we sort of have this process of how you get involved. You start off volunteering, and it's certain people. It's not the right fit for everybody. You have to have a certain sort of set of skills and interest and personality and then you just have to be a nerd to be on our podcast that's that basically I love it. I'm so a nerd that nerd. talks okay. a nerd that talks a nerd that's that right talks. Well, yeah um and then they can take a class and then the next step is we actually give them scholarship money to work oh. on this project because they're Phenomenal. they're very so like even so in other words they don't get the scholarship till they're in residence Till they're yes. So they start mm-hmm. off just as volunteers, mm-hmm. saying we want to. Mm-hmm. They come in, that's they're freshmen. A, they go, I want to help with this. I mean, that's I a wonderful opportunity though for those students too, because so rarely do undergraduates get additional scholarship money once they're already students. Right, yes. and it ends up being really a mentored research experience at the undergraduate level. Sure. So in that's addition to phenomenal. practical skill, real world experience. And we're continuing to just grow. So one of the things, one of our, I think of LMR as being a big umbrella. I'm using hand motions. I can't talk without my hands. I Usually really Michael describes them. facial expressions and hand motions right, when right. we do them. <laughs> uh, unless he's doing them. And if he starts tongue clicking, you have every right to ring the bell. All right. They've been trying to get me to stop clicking my tongue. I have this dim awareness that I'm doing it now after I do it. Well, so, we all have our isms, you know. It's just, it's our podcastism. It is true. Anyway, sorry, go on. No, no, no. So it's really like this big umbrella. And what started out, what I thought was just going to be this website of of information has turned into this living, breathing entity that keeps growing and is guided by the ideas of creating connections with community, creating um, integrated mindset to musical genres. I feel that we isolate ourselves on Mm. islands, you know, this type of music over there, this over there, and really the lines are getting more and more blurred. And I'm Uh not saying everyone's going to be this type of artist, but we need to embrace one another and learn from one another. I can barely explain to you how much of literally our language you're talking. Oh, yeah. I mean, literally. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Yes, yeah. that's just wonderful. Yeah. I just can't even. I'm sure even on this podcast on some level, but definitely just just you and I have had so many conversations about that. There really isn't a. There's nobody who's. No one is going to be like like it's 21st century. There's not going to be like maybe there will, but there's very few people that we're going to be able to in the whole world that are going to be able to be the do the Placido Domingo or Pavarotti. I have my, these are my roles. I sing them. Totally. I, you know, this is what I do. I sing Italian operas. That's it. You know, there's, it's not going to be that way, especially not in America, especially not for 99.999% of any college student. Totally. And it's not special into our career track. I mean, let's face facts. This is, this is in any career nowadays. You have to be multifaceted. You have to have Mm -hmm. different skills. And I think that there's, there's Mm -hmm. a definite thrust to embrace this mentality, but we need to do more. And I'm not saying the other things that we do within the academic academic situation or the curriculum aren't important, but I think we need to look and say, okay, what holes are we not filling in? So what I hope, and this has already happened, I've had students now, we've been doing this long enough, 
even a student getting a, a public education teaching job. I had one student that got hired in Atlanta because, well, besides she's fabulous, but they wanted someone to be able to produce a morning show oh, at the school. That's great. She and she had that skill. She was the only applicant who had no, that no, no. skill. The only one. And it makes a difference. And what's really cool is now we have people reaching out to us. I mean, we've, we're going to be embarking on a collaboration with Thacker Mountain Radio. Wow. I don't know if you're familiar with that, but no, that's, on, that's on Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Okay. It is a radio show that's that's housed in Oxford. We're, we're going to be collaborating with them more specifically. Um, we launched our Living Music Institute, which exceeded our expectations. We that been was doing just this year, right? Just this year. So just what is January. Living Music Institute? So the Living Music Institute is a four-day ARIA intensive program. We keep it very small. We, we went into it knowing we wanted between 16 to 18 singers, no more than that, so we could really be hands-on and personal. And we received applications from 12 different states. We have wow. people from California to New York. We had people fly in from Indiana, Illinois, the Bronx, New York, and we ended up having nine states represented at the Institute. And for this year, we brought in Callan Asperian, uh, Metropolitan La Scala Officer. Who then you had on as a... Uh, LMR Live. She was a featured guest. Yes. And then we also showed her documentary, which is phenomenal. If you have not watched Callan Asperian, Visitarte, I highly recommend it. And it, it's not something you have to be a singer to appreciate. Any person who has faced personal struggle, and who hasn't, in their life and how to recover and bounce back and be re more resilient after. She is so, I mean, brutally raw, truthful in this documentary mm -hmm. about her journey. You know, going from the high, high to the mm -hmm. low, low, and then back. And anyways, we did that and she performed. And then the students, they, there was a competition and the prize, there was a monetary prize associated, $300, which was, that was our tuition. It was only $300 mm -hmm. to participate, housing included. And oh, I didn't know that. Housing wow. included at the Inn at Ole Miss. Give a shout out to them for being wow. on board with us. Community collaboration. Uh -huh. And um, some of the meals were provided. So really, why someone wouldn't apply, I'm not quite sure. But um, yeah, so then they could compete. The prize was $300. And then to perform with our LOU Symphony Orchestra in the Ford Center. So Wow. So you've had it. So this is this event. Clearly that you had, a, there's so much support that you're getting from all sorts of different people who are just on board. They're saying, we love what you're doing. We want this to happen. We want to help this this event happen. Now, be honest. It takes a lot of persistence. Yeah. And it takes a lot of being okay with no. Uh -huh. But my philosophy and my students remind me of this all the time. The worst someone can say is no. If you don't ask, right. you don't know. That's right. And the thing that I've found, and I think they're discovering... You know, you hear a lot of talk about how can we build more audience and how can we get more people involved. And I go back to my idea of I think how we do not integrate ourselves, um, that we need to, instead of being over here and say, come to me, this is how I'm going to come to you. Sure. So building this dialogue of understanding and something that happened recently that I'm very, very proud of, we won two awards. Uh, the city of Oxford had its first Day for Art and held... Um, a contest to the people nominated entities for different categories and we were nominated for our production of Masterclass, Terrence McNally's play and we were also nominated in the category of film and new media and we were up against some large entities over 890 people voted and we won in both of those categories oh it's just wow. just and phenomenal it was huge. Wow. and you know it's it's, it's 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 invigorating 
because I hope that it, it, it gives the fuel to these students about the future because I think there's a lot of darkness in the world right now and a lot of yes. like lack of hope we've and talked lack about it on the podcast yes it's why we thought Star Wars was the most important film of 2017 there you Come go on. Because it was all about hope being restored. Oh, yeah. Hope being restored. Mm-hmm. And, you know, are you being serious? Are you completely. Being, okay, we're okay. Being for a second, com- I was like, for a second, being, I was like, I was no, like, no, no, you don't know my real. No, yeah, we're being okay. very real. No, I, it's, it's, it's really important. And mm-hmm. it gives them the hope and inspiration. And it also something I'll admit to, you know how it is. You have to stay, when you're being innovative, you have to really be so... You're going to have a million people say, you can't do that. Exactly. I'm going to tell you all the reasons why you can't. All the reasons why, because you've never done it. And what are you thinking? And it's like, but if you know, I believe if your heart's in the right place and if you're doing it for the right reasons. And for me, the right reason with all of this is the person that's sitting next to me. It's for the student. Mm. Oh, that's yeah, the mission. It's not, about, it's not about anything else except how to make this experience more profound for you and making paving the way for what the future's going to be. And um, no, I, I, you know, when I when you're relating it back to students, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, when we originally had this idea about the podcast, we were sure that by the end of September, <laughs> we were going to have IRB approval to be running a research study that they both got city certified for. Wow. And so they're city certified through the medical center. And both of my graduate assistants who normally host Michael, Michael and Sarah. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, the, we were sort of going to do it because I was going to be like, okay, Fridays we're going to meet just to cover, okay, what did we get this week? Let's, let's you know, let's regroup. What do we have going on next week? Mm-hmm. This, that, and the other. And uh, because, because the protocol that we're trying to run is a four-day thing. So literally every subject, they only come in one, one week, but they come in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday of that week. Got it. And we just wanted to have schedules straight, and we wanted to know what we were doing. It was and, all, and all set up. It was all set up. It's literally been all set up since June. Oh um, yeah, long st- anyway, but <laughs> this is like no, that. This is the, turning. Sorry, go ahead. Say, this is this feels like that storyline. Like you start a TV show and there's a storyline in the pilot that they've made important, but all the focus groups came back and said, "We're gonna cut this storyline." That's what our that's, that's our podcast. That's our podcast. They're right. like, "Wow, well, the research." And part. so but, yeah, I mean, and and I told them from the very get go. See, Michael and Sarah and I all have very similar nerd focuses. Because okay. not only have they both, I mean, Sarah is as as is invested in voice pedagogy and science as anybody I've had, and, and Michael has really come along. Maybe, maybe slightly kicking and screaming at times, because every once in a while yeah. I start talking and he just sees me going science, 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 There's science, science, so science, many science, words. science. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but no, he's actually really he's he's quite far into the material. But um, so anyway, we were gonna do this thing just as that. And but I told him from the get go, I was like, listen, we're gonna talk about Doctor Who and Star Wars and. Marvel, basically, and any TV show we like, basically as much as we're going to talk about anything else. Got it. Because when the three of us get together, that's how our basic conversations go. Mm-hmm. And I had just, the, I had the perfect three P2 people with to to join me in, in starting it. Yeah. Um, with the idea that it would evolve as they graduate and another graduate assistant comes totally. in, you know, whatever. And we've we've had some of my other graduate assistants sit in from time to time, and and, and, and they've and, done great as well. And they've done great as well. Yeah, Leah and Phoebe sat in the fall, and she's graduated, and, and and Leah sat in, and I mean it's it's been it's been really great. And they're also really just fine artists too. I mean just, and so I'm super proud of them for that. But as we got going, you know, and then we had this just giant delay. It was like I realized, okay, well, 
I teach like eight voice pedagogy classes. I can just talk about what in the world happened in class that week. Which has been great. Which has been great. And then not only that, but it just sort of morphed into whatever we are now. See, that's hitting such an important nail on the head. Like, I think it's great to plan. And it's great. I mean, I think we, we, uh, because I think young people nowadays, it's so like two plus two equals four. You know, no, it can't be one plus three. It's two plus two or whatever. It, it's, it's very prescriptive. Right. And even with the rubrics oh, and all gosh. this stuff. Oh. And you just, you just hit everything about Common Core, like, uh, over the top of the head. Wow. Rubrics. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this idea of, like, yeah, you've got this plan, you've got this path, but boop, you don't get to do that. What are you going to do? And right. I think so many people, then it's like, they don't know what to do. Yeah. It's like panic mode. And it's yeah. like, okay, well, then, no, I'm done. Yeah. And Right, and I mean, well, and and it's interesting because relating it back to students again. My wife last night, she was like, you know, had they gone somewhere else to do their masters, it would have been different, Mm -hmm. and there might have been things that would have been better. But she said, there's nowhere else in the country where they could have gone and done exactly this, and then been on stage with you last night presenting for a Mississippi Nat State Conference Mm -hmm. in what was. A real presentation, but yet in our goofy whatever we are. Totally, yes. totally. And and, yes. and so I mean, you know, I I, I think it, again, it's it's a unique situation that we're able to provide for them. And honestly, I mean, you know, your 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 situation requires more resources. But at the same time, I love that you're a lot of what you're doing ends up just being digital and on the internet mm-hmm. because the internet is not going away. In case you weren't, I mean, I know you. Thank know. you for letting me know. No. Um, uh, <laughs> And, and that's when I, when I thought about this, I was literally trying to, I mean, we had a big meeting last year at, with a bunch of my colleagues uh, uh, that, that all have grad programs about how can we recruit graduate students. Mm-hmm. And we sort of, you know, we had some differing ideas and thoughts and whatever. And what I didn't want to do, let me tell you what I didn't want to do. What I did not want to do, what, I love what you guys are doing with your ARIA thing. That's great. I didn't want to do any other kind of just three-day workshop or two-day totally. workshop. It was just, I you was don't like... You do want to do what someone else I, I was doing. like, there's right. a thousand... Just because it's always been done. Totally. I was right. like, there's uh, a thousand of them. And listen, totally. if you're listening to the podcast and you do want to do a workshop this summer, go to NEC with Ian Howell and Ken Bozeman. It's going to be awesome. Practical vocal acoustics workshop. Chadley Ballantyne's also doing it with him. That's a great one. Brian Gill, Johan Sundberg, Philippe Lott, Indiana University. Amazing. If you really want to be high tech and you want to pay a lot of money, go do Vocology, Summer Vocology Institute. If you're, if you're interested in musical theater stuff, go do Shenandoah with Matt Edwards and, and all those great folks at Shenandoah. There are so many summer programs. In like this. And I was like, that is what I don't want to do. Totally. Well, it's not something I think that because there's so, because there's so many that are so great out there, why would we throw another one out there, and why would why would somebody want to come? I don't mean this in a bad way against our school, but of a list of this many, right? If there's one more name on the list, how effective is that going to be comparative to how well, many resources? Well, even if it's a good product, right? Even if it's a good product. And so we just thought, I thought, I thought, okay, what do I like to do? Talk. Well, I really like to sit around and talk. Okay, what else do I like to do? Well, I like to sit around and talk about singing or Marvel. I just want everyone to know that he's fidget spinning. He's got a fidget spinner, guys. That's hilarious. Just want everyone to know that. Just to paint this picture. That's right. I'm nearly a 37-year-old man with a fidget spinner. A couple months ago, this thing appeared in the office, and we said, Oh, Dr. Pern, is that Charlie's? Charlie's son. He's like, Oh, no, that's mine. And we thought he was joking. No. Not joking. Sorry. Anyway. I think something we have in common for many, many things, but one is that learning can be fun. 
Mm-hmm. And yes. that it's, I th- and I think the greatest learning and discoveries occur in this environment. And I think mm-hmm. something else we have in common, I call it all the time, I'm like, the way I work with my students, the way we do our meetings, it's yes, I'm steering the ship, but we are equal footing. We yes. around, it's the Google mentality. Oh, I say we yes. sit around the table, we brainstorm, we go. And no idea is a dumb idea. Just get it out, brainstorm, mm-hmm. feeding beautifully off mm-hmm. each other's energy. Mm-hmm. And then whoever has the great idea, run with it. You get credit for it. You and know? every and once in a while, I have to edit them out, but it's okay. Every once in a while. Uh, well, yeah, of course. And there are, there are things that don't work. Right, but this yeah, idea, sure. instead of coming up with the right answer, because what is the right answer? Mm-hmm. That come up with the idea. Yeah. And to really, how do I perpetuate that? And how do I... How do I see this thing through beginning to end this idea that I want to occur? So I think that's something with both of our projects that are definitely similar. You know, isn't that also such a wonderful truth to teach our singing students? I was just thinking about that. That it's not a right or wrong answer, Mm -hmm. but it's about looking at all these different scenarios and different possibilities to try to find a path. Totally. I was just talking to one of the undergraduate students the other day, uh, and they were really distraught and they you know sometimes you have all these things that you say you think and then what you really think when you get really emotional what you really think explodes out of your mouth yes. and the truth mm-hmm. comes out and they just got really emotional eventually just came out of their mouth I just want it to be perfect it has to be right and I was just like I just kind of stopped for a second and I was like why and the and their their eyes got really huge for a second and they were like well I, I, I don't and I was like why can't it be good and it was just so exciting. I'm not trying to be a man on the mountain here, you know, Mr. I'm frustrated. 20, I was just telling them before we turned on record, I was like, I'm so frustrated because it wasn't right, but it, maybe it wasn't so bad. Anyways, okay, talking to myself now, I feel really uncomfortable. Okay, no. But no, the was, point is this. I was just waiting to turn it back at you, but it's okay. But the point is this, is that, is that like, I just remember watching their face and being like, oh, it doesn't have to be perfect, you know? It could just be good and... It's fine, and never mind the fact that I ignored all 20 people who came up to me and told me how good I was afterwards, because I was mad at myself. Gosh, I'm... I'm singers I'm, have never self-defeated. Singers have never, never self-defeated. That's never. never been a thing. <laughs> I do think, I, I do think the, well, advice, the, the current generation, uh, you know, I think about my time teaching. There, there definitely is currently, especially I noticed in the classroom course, because I also teach outside of the music department. I teach in the Honors College. At, I saw that. At the University of Mississippi, Wait, which pause is like... For a second. The How Honors in Co- the world do you have time for all of this? You also have a family. I, I read she's a and Zumba uh, instructor. She does. <laughs> How in the world are there hours in the day? And she still smiles. Uh, well, I don't, I don't know. Uh, well, I think it goes, and I hope this is a lesson too. You know, early on in the career, and I don't know about you, but you sort of do things because you think you've got to for what everyone else yes. is telling you to do. Don't tell, and don't remind me. It's you know, I had a real, I, I, I don't, I had a real come to Jesus. Am I allowed to say that at a come <laughs> yes, to Jesus yes, moment? Yes, yes, of course. That you know, it was like you know what? What are my? What do I really want to do? And what are my what are my skills, and what what yes. makes me tick, and you know that was it. And I'm not saying it's easy, and I'm not saying I do it all the time. But it's like when you really are doing what you're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. then you put your heart and soul into it, mm-hmm. and it really again you're doing it for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. And um, anyways, I find the teaching in the honors college to be invigorating because it's I'm being sure. outside and people in biochemistry and. Uh, public policy and all these different majors and again it's bridging 
I'm seeing what what is going on in the world with these other people and how how can music tie to it or the arts or whatever you do. And the flip of it is I sit there and I am given hope because I'm yeah. sitting in a room with people that are far smarter than me. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, the future is going to be okay because mm. of these people. And I tell them that. I'm like, you know what? The future is going to be good because of you. And so it's a great opportunity. And it, it's a lot of work, but I, but I love it. And um and I'm committed to this LMR thing too. I think that this is something that can be special to the state of Mississippi and something that we are doing that no one else is doing. That's right. Why does why does the late night template have to be saved for yeah. pop culture? Yeah. Like and, and what is pop culture? Right. You know what I mean? Like what what does that mean? How long have you all been doing LMR? So the site itself launched in I should just be able to pop that off the top of my head, right? Uh, 2013. Mm-hmm. So, and we've been doing, we started off that first spring doing two LMR Lives. Okay. And it was like, whoa, we're onto something. The response was crazy. And it's, that's where a lot of the energy has gone. Um, but then, I, like I said, there are all these other sort of subsets that are, that are continuing. And we're working towards it being on a larger platform. Oh. Without, there's hopes of it being. Yeah, um, yeah. We'll say air quotes picked up, so um, that's 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 a goal and things wow. that are in motion. So I feel like we're already a step in the right direction with the MPB thing that I was talking about with Factor Mountain uh-huh. Radio yes. and mm-hmm. you know just where that could go because. Have you considered? Do you all have a Patreon account? No. You all, do you know what Patreon is? I don't. Okay, you need to know about this. And people who are listening to this podcast, you need to know about this too. This is a great time to talk about this. So the music world, the music and arts world today is really moving in a new direction. I, honestly, back to an old model yeah. of patronage, okay? Yeah. Uh, but, like, it's not really, uh, yeah, patronage now. Um, but what's cool is that they've kind of, we've crowdsourced patronage. And there's this great website called Patreon that people pay either per creation okay. or per... Um, per month, okay? And so they become your patron, okay? And so I have a Patreon site set up, and every time I, and people have committed, every time I release a song and I push it through to their, Mm -hmm. their account automatically gets drafted $1, okay? And so the idea is if you had, let's say you had a thousand people who decided to give $1 a month, okay? And what's great is that they can have access because you all have great core content. This is what Patreon's for. It's for it's for people who are super committed to that Creators. content and want to, uh, and then want the, the the people who watch the bonus features on the DVD, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, so you can go through and you can have a, a special extra Facebook Live Q&A or YouTube Live Q&A time through Patreon that's only accessible for patrons that they can ask questions to your interviewer, that kind of thing. Now, can Patreon. you do audio on it? You can do audio on it. You can do, you do, guys do it? We don't no, do it. But. We have not because ooh, ooh, I, I, we have not. I'm just curious because I, yeah, I'm just curious. This is something that would be great for y'all to look into I'm because, do that. because honestly, I know that there are people who clearly you have, y'all having a good response and there right. are at least, definitely at least a few people who are going to go, yeah, this is good. I want to see more. You know, they had a good interview with that person. I want totally. to get a behind the scenes talk with them and maybe, you know, some other, this kind of thing, you know? Yeah. And so it could be, y'all could do some real good stuff with That's that. A, it's Patreon. Great. Thank you. P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Yeah. You should look into it. So. See, they know, they know more than we know. I mean. I, oh, I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying. Well, listen, no, I mean it's no. no actually, uh, somebody on PVT uh, got 
so much on her Patreon account from her YouTube channel that it paid for her entire Nats National trip this summer. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Patreon is great. It, they Which, take... I mean, may not be a s- huge amount of money for an organization, but, still... but $1,500 for an individual is... You know, and it's also still it's it, it's building awareness. You right. know, there's right. I, I have a great mentor who reminds me. You know, it's not just about fundraising; mm-hmm. it's about friend raising. Right. Hmm. You know, and I think we sometimes mm-hmm. get so hung up. Yes, you have to have money. I get it, but it's also building that network mm-hmm. to lead and to right. that next and phase. What's great about this particular thing is that you you suddenly have like a it's the equivalent of like having like a VIP tier. You know, Got it. you have your VIP LMR people. Totally. You know? Who are super committed and they're yeah. in it. They're in it. In it to the death. You know. Got so, it. We did yeah. a, a low, a no tech version of that. <laughs> we created a. Um, we just started this this um, January. We've started a secret salon society. Nice. Of people. <laughs> Sounds S-cubed. like like people like li- they're in a French living room and there's a fire <laughs> and there's like absinthe and oh like cigarettes. It's by invitation <laughs> only. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that in the podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> invitation only, and they are supporters of LMR, That's and fantastic. then they get um, private house concerts. Oh, we, we love this house. idea. Come to their house. Oh, it's called S Cubed. You can't steal my S Cubed. No, we're not stealing any of your ideas. But it, it, there are people that have been with us from the beginning because we have great we have supporters. And they're, it's not, you know, a board of directors, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. And this is done in conjunction with the foundation at the University of Mississippi. We'll work with them and... Um, it was our idea. And they were like, sure, have at it. Sounds great. And... Um, and, and things come out of other things. We, we recently, the University of Mississippi has a leadership council, and they every year, it's a parent leadership council, and they choose an entity every year to feature, and Fantastic. they've chosen the Living Music Resource. Fantastic. So last year was the Haley Barber Center for Manufacturing Excellence. That's like ginormous, right? Ginormous, yes. not even a word. But and and then they were like, "Would you consider?" And I was like, "Uh, yeah, no problem." They're like, like "Let me think what about you're doing," it. and I'm like. Really? You know, these are non-music wow. people, you know? And so I'm so excited. In April, we're going to do that. We're taking LMR Live on the road also in April. We're doing one in New York City. In, in, um, we're featuring Bruce Levingston, who's going to be performing at Carnegie Hall. And he's our artist in residence at University of Mississippi. And we're going to be doing, the location isn't set in stone. I think it's going to be at Steinway Hall, the Steinway store. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So we're doing it on location there with him. Um yeah. Wow. So, amazing. So yeah. I, okay. Can I take us in a different direction? Yeah, totally. I have a question for you. Random question okay. for you. Because I think I remember seeing this come across your social media and it's not a personal oh, thing. No. So it's, oh, I don't mind. Um, <laughs> but even if it was, um, you guys at Ole Miss did Albert Herring last year, yes. correct? Yes. Did I see you post that you had done Albert Herring as a graduate student? I did at the Manhattan School of Music. And yes. you're on that recording? I am. Okay. Uh, let me, let me, okay, so... Now, you better not say anything bad. No, I'm I'm not, I've no. always wondered who that woman was that they let on that what record. No, I'm just kidding. I, 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 I was Nancy. You were Nancy. Nancy, yes. Okay. When I was an undergraduate small person... Yes? Uh, my first solo role was as Mayor Upfold... Oh, my goodness! ...in Albert Herring... Doing the dining room scene, yeah, and the recording that I listened to to help me learn it was that recording That's of so Albert Harris. You've told me to listen to that recording before. Uh, that was that, that was literally and and literally, 
That was my first introduction to Britain. Really? Oh. Wow. And considering that's cool. now wow. you know that we created the Comprehensive Britain Song Database, my wife and I. Yes. That was my first exposure to Britain. That was is so your cool. your colleagues recording that's so cool. of Britain's Albert Herring from Manhattan School of Music. I've been wanting to tell you this story, but I've been saving that's it for so, the podcast. That's so sweet. When I that's saw fantastic. you post about it. Yeah, that was a while ago. But that was what a great experience. I mean, oh, to my. to to wow. be able to do that and to work with, you know, Catherine LaBeouf did all the English diction with uh-huh. us and I mean just it was an amazing experience. Wow. Really. It was it was fun. So that was just that was just for me well, just that's cool. kicking kicking that back uh, wow. to to Anyway, so do you still find time to sing? I mean, yes, I and, mean, um, of yeah. course she does. I mean, I just can't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. well, and I, you know, talk about the kid thing. I think also like tying the family in. Oh. You know, sometimes I think we all struggle, or maybe we don't all. I struggle. Am I focusing in the right way? Am I, where, are my energies going the right place? And I just, I think this LMR thing has been great for my kids to experience. They're part of it. Sure. Mm-hmm. And they love coming to the shows and they give me feedback on, like we've, we've started this little vlog series with the students called Inside LMR and the intro outro for the video, like I ran it by my kids, my real kids, my my burst children, to see their reactions. They're like, that's hilarious. That's, go with that's that. That's awesome. And, um, you know, they're seeing how something is created and mm-hmm. how a family works together to make it happen. That it's not like... Mom's things over there, dad things over there. We're not part of it. Like mm-hmm. they're they're part of it. And mm. you know, I'm not that I'm doing anything right, but this is how we're doing it and I think it's good. And you know, that's awesome. So li- literally just this week Charlie asked if my my 8-year-old mm-hmm. asked if he could start his own podcast. Which is so cool. See? About, so cool. about Disney World. So that is hilarious. <laughs> because he has watched every YouTube documentary about Disney. He could literally produce his own podcast. He could he could do Probably a whole everything. he could do a whole series. If I just put the mic down in front of him, yeah. he could walk us through like, okay, Mr. Michael. So let me tell you all let about Let me tell you about my favorite four rides at Magic Kingdom. Let's just start with Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Let's just actually do no. Let's do our favorite mountains at Disney World. That's hilarious. Yes. What's your fourth favorite mountain? <laughs> Mine is Space Mountain. That's so and, and I mean, you know, I mean, so no, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. It's such right. a great example. And then they see you doing what you really enjoy. That's right. As because there was a period of time where I was, like I said, I was checking things off the list, yes. and I wasn't so happy. And I was like, and then you're you're racing for someone else's goal. And it's like no. If if I may, so just to relate that to my own you know life experience, my, so Michael has known me in sort of two very different phases of my life. Mm-hmm. He knew me as a professor at my last job, where that was literally my life was yeah. just chasing after things that were literally someone else's goal. There's suit perna and there's polo perna. Oh, I like that. I like one of these more than the other one. I'll let you all guess which one. Well, and, and I was FYI, also. He's in the polo right now. And yes. I was also young, and to be an assistant professor at a tier one university, trying and really hard. To I was trying really up. hard to well, we, be we're whatever in to the do world. That. Right. The rules are very prescriptive. Right. And so, and whatever, and you know, so I had my first midlife crisis. Went through a lot of different things, and we ended up here. Um, and I w- I've literally been sort of my first two years here. I was trying to. We've been we've been figuring out our thing with the medical center, and, and yeah. we basically have that sorted now. We just sort of know where we are, and 
as, as I was doing that and I had these two great graduate students and I knew Michael was here for one more year and I knew I had Sarah coming in and staying to be a graduate student for us who I already had trained on the tech and so I was like okay I was like what are we you know and 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 I actually came to podcasting late um, because I I didn't even know what this format was until about well honestly until we got to Mississippi so it's it. only been about three years that I've, I I just never I didn't know that I would like it mm-hmm. um, and then once I once I found it I was like oh this is this is a thing that I'm supposed to be doing and what's interesting about it for us and I've said this on the podcast so I apologize our podcast audience all eight of you um, <laughs> But this is a surprising number of people that listen. There to are a surprising number of people. <laughs> yeah, we, we are actually we're not. We're, this will be our twentieth episode that wow. will launch this week, uh, and I will load this episode this week. So this awesome. will go up next Friday. Uh, I'll plug it. Plug it. Plug we it. are we are a very very close to closing in on a thousand downloads. Thousand Shinifest. That's awesome. So I mean, we're almost at a thousand full episode that downloads. That's fantastic. Um, in 20 episodes, I mean, it's so, pretty great. So we're 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 our, our our pace is picking up now that we have more content out there, and and now that our audio problems have cleared up, and and, and we're we're we sort of know our rhythm now. Totally. Uh, you know, I mean, as you know, as you build something, Shoot, some things got... don't go right, some things are, are better than others, totally. you know, and 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 whatever. Uh, so anyway, we're we're figuring out. Uh, is there anything you want to tell us about Ole Miss and the stuff you other other stuff you do at Ole Miss, the music department, things you want to sort of plug? Um, that you guys, you know, anything that makes you guys stand out other than LMR that you just sort of, you guys have a grad program, right? We do have a grad program. We do. Uh, We have a master in music vocal performance. Uh, We also have choral conducting and education. Um, You know, we're not a huge program. So the good thing is when students come, they get a lot of focus. They get stage time. They get, and, and you know, we, and I'm probably similar to here, you know, you work with, all of the faculty. I mean, everyone's yeah. vested in you and what you're doing. I think I'm repeating myself a little bit, but I think the thing that we're doing, and this is predominantly through LMR, but giving those specifically undergraduate students this idea of project-based learning mm-hmm. and practical life learning and um, mentored research too. Um, also, helping with that hurdle to the performing world. I mean, this isn't just about the business entrepreneurship side. It's also about what honing these skills on the stage. So students that are part of this get sort of first dibs, or I make sure those are the kids that are getting the opportunities when we bring in these artists and when things are occurring. Um, I'll say we're one of the only schools where, especially if you're in performance, but even some of the other tracks, you're assigned a coach. I mean, you work with Amanda Johnson. Yeah, and she's and great. And she comes weekly to your lesson, and you have a coaching with her weekly. So there are very few places. There are That's a lot of schools that are bigger than us that you do not get that much time and attention in that way. You're not hunting around trying to find who's my collaborative pianist going to be. Right. Your your coach is your collaborative pianist. So whether you're going to Nats, whether you're, you know, whatever it may be, awesome. you're working with her. And it really, um, I think it's, it sets our students apart. Um, and then I also just love Ole Miss. I mean, I I, I was born a, a I was born a Yinzer, I would beautiful say, campus. and now I'm a Yaller. So uh, I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So I'm that's a That's something else we have in common, both being native Pennsylvanians. There you go. But you're not from Pittsburgh. No. Okay. Okay. No. But yeah. you're so happy. You must have been. You must have. You must have been here for a while. 
But I, I well, I've I've always been enthralled with the South. Don't offend anyone from Pittsburgh. No, no, no. I anyone love Pittsburgh. <laughs> I'm a Yanzer. I'm a Yanzer to the bone, except for the dialect. I do not do the dialect. Um, and no offense to all of my family and friends in in the Berg. But um, I really, this is where I was meant to be. Like I really mm. like. I was meant That's to be great. a yaller. And uh, if yeah. anyone from Pittsburgh is listening to this podcast. I still love you. That's all. <laughs> there will be. There will be. I assure you there will be people in uh, Pennsylvania, Ohio, West Virginia. There's be. just certain, a, 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 a certain blue collar sort of yeah, it's, it's to Western the, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Right. Western you know. and Eastern are totally different. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I mean, I, we spent every summer on the Jersey Shore. Not like the television show. There's actually really the nice actual shore of Jersey. Shore. <laughs> just to get clarification, Snooki or whoever. I don't know those people. But, um, I forgot that was even a thing. I never even seen you the show. You just said it, but I forgot that was even it's a like, thing. I went the last this time. This is our definitely our first Jersey Shore reference <laughs> on the podcast. Oh, I just so want to be very clear about that. The last time I went to get a shirt that said the Jersey Shore, and my sister's like, "You can't get that shirt." I'm like, "Why can't I get that shirt?" I love the Jersey Shore. She goes, "The show." I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> but you know, Eastern and Western are so different because yeah. Western's very much blue collar, Eastern white collar, and I love. I mean, I love the Jersey Shore. I love New York. Sorry, Philadelphians, you're not on my <laughs> highest list of favorite people. I, not to glob you all together, but I was a waitress many a summer on that Jersey Shore. And uh-huh. Some of my Philadelphia patrons tested my patience. Ah, there it is. Ah. Yeah, the it's all becoming out. clear now. Okay, it's out. all becoming clear. Yeah. So, since we have you here, we have to ask you what 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 kinds of media do you like to digest? Oh gosh, that's what we need to know because yeah. because dumb funny. As I've said, as I've said before, like <laughs> this is a podcast based. Basically, this is a Star Wars podcast about singing. Yes. Or sometimes a singing podcast about Doctor Who. Yeah. Uh, or sometimes a Marvel podcast about Black Panther. Um, anyway, much. so what, what kind of media do you like to digest? I, mindless, I'll be honest. Yep. You know, like, you we spend love mindless. so much of the day, you have to be on, and the brain is always working, so when it comes time for that little bit of down, it's like, you know, so dumb funny. Uh, comedy, I mean, I love... The sitcom I watch on TV would be Modern Family. Okay, great. That's, we I, love I, it. I love great. that show. Um, I'm a few seasons behind. I have to confess. I'm probably a little behind too. Like what? I, and I get to parties late. Like, I, like uh, really you need to know the show is good were, like, before you. Friends, I like embarked on no, so much later than other people. Seinfeld, I was like so late. But then I feel like I'm doing my own thing. I'm one of those people. Whatever's trending, I'm like, eh. <laughs> listen. I, my eh. whole life is like I didn't realize that like literally my calling in in media was Doctor Who, and I didn't start watching Doctor Who until three years ago. And everyone who literally knows me is like, wait, what? That's yeah, that's real surprising. It's real surprising. Yeah, it's it, yeah. So it's yeah. So I don't like to be like. I like to be different. What's that show your wife loves? That's so dumb and funny. What show? I might love it. Oh, impractical. Impractical, impractical joke. That is funny. That is funny. And my. It, I can't watch. Uh, it. It's funny. The other show that we love in my house and like we're obsessed with is Shark Tank. Oh yeah. Did I lose respect? Did no! Shark we Tank. love Shark Tank. Shark Tank is like the perfect, like, I'm sitting with my family fodder. It's like... That's right. Home, home with my parents and, ah, Shark Tank's on. Here we, we go. Love it. That's, we love it. My kids love it, especially my middle child. He that's loves right. it. And he analyzes the deals and he likes he likes to predict what's going to happen and, you know, it's... A native uh, from Clinton, Mississippi once struck a deal on Shark really? Tank. Really? Yeah, then he, he couldn't come through with the product and they actually took out their money. But anyway, but it is a thing that happened. Mm. Yeah, wow. It is a thing that... So I like that and... Um, Clinton, like, Mississippi has very strange claims to fame. Oh, yeah? Hashtag Worldcom. 
Got um, it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, very strange claims to fame. Well, back to what I like about Ole Miss, the town of Oxford. Well, Oxford, yeah, is great. I mean, it's like... Snack bar, brilliant. Brilliant. I mean, there's just so much going on. I feel like I get to live there, and uh, yeah... It's, Absolutely it's, brilliant. It's a good fit. So when you sit down, no, no, no hardcore dramas for you. No, no, no. Uh, I have to admit, where I am in my life, no, I it's just, it's not what you need in your life. No, <laughs> and especially now, I and again, it's amazing to me. I don't want. I'm going to get heavy here, so you can you can. We're heavy this. all the time. But I feel bad, for, like for my kids, and this is on my mind a lot. The the world they have to live in right now yeah. is so. Um, there's so much good, but daily the noise for them is constant because mm-hmm. of all of the phones and the computers. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I mean, my, my seventh grader, my ninth grader, they have a laptop issued by the school. Yep. Don't get me started, but you know, they're, they can't get away from that. And there's constant noise. They can't be with their own thoughts. And now with all the things going on in the world, all the bad stuff is just constantly flash in front of them, flash in front of them, which it's like, I can't relate to. And they tell me all the time, you don't understand. I'm like, you're right. I don't because I didn't grow up that way. Like right. I don't. And where was I going with this? So, Oh, even the books they choose for these young people to read. Like, I'm like, okay, can we pick a book that maybe... Not that I want to live in a bubble of, like, Pollyanna. But if every book a student reads, even when I was in it's high dystopian. school, which is not, yeah, it's, about it's dystopian suicide and, suicide and the world ending. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, they're, they're like, pubescent children who are already Re- in chaos reading, in their like body. Reading the girl on the train or something. Yes. That's, like... I'm like, yeah. give them something that, and they'll even say it, like, you know, like, something that has hope. That's the yeah. key word, like, has hope. So, to answer, long answer to your question, if I have the opportunity to watch something, I don't want something that's going to put in something dark in my head that I just can't get out. So, not Broadchurch. So, not Broadchurch. <laughs> <Not> broad <laughs> we just like you know. to recommend. And some of my friends and family, they're like, hey, you, you, you should just let it go. I'm like, well, it, plus the time you have, you know, I want to laugh. I want to laugh, mm-hmm. you know. Well, it's awesome that you know you, you know yourself enough. That's right. To go, this is this is what I need, you know. You are so right. I actually said this to someone earlier today because they said, "Do you ever just sit with yourself and you're quiet?" I'm like, "Sure, I do," but I also realize like, everybody has a different temperament and way about yes. them that we don't all relax in the same way. Right. We don't all learn in the same way. Yes. We don't all work in the same way. And I think that's another thing for young people to realize. Just because that works for someone else doesn't mean right. it's going to work for you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's what Well, makes and interesting, you know, that's sort of one of the reasons that I really love podcasting as well is that I think when, and, and this is totally me quoting Chris Hardwick, so I, I can't claim this idea, but podcasting is like the most intimate form of media that there is. Because it's actually it's you in this format. There are different formats of podcasts, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but in this format, the listener is much more invited into the conversation because most people listen to them with earbuds in, right? Mm-hmm. And or in their car, where the conversation sort of becomes more. Usually, they're by themselves, and so they're not talking to anyone else. And so this conversation sort of becomes like they're literally their own thoughts are their own thoughts get to formulate yes it's not the outside yes and that's the thing with you know again back to young people like just you know yes i i'm on facebook you know so but i knew i knew life before it you know i knew you know it's just it's a, a different thing i mean we waited our eldest didn't get his phone until he was it was his 14th birthday that's wonderful. You know, and everyone's, 16. you know, and, and, I, and I, I wish we would have held it even longer, perhaps. Mm-hmm. But people are like, he doesn't have a phone. I'm like, no, he doesn't have a phone. 
That's Because you're giving the world access. Yeah, it's not just the kid has access. The world I trust has access. My child, yeah. Right, the world has access to your kid, though, suddenly. Suddenly, right. the entire world is in his hands. And the entire world is in your house. Or the entire, anyways, yeah. I'm getting really off on a rant, but. No, it's, but. no, listen, I mean, no, this is. It's important. It's important. It is important. It's important. No, because you are right. It's uh, we've said this on the podcast before, but it's been a really dark couple of years. Yeah. And um, for a host of reasons. Yeah. And uh, that's what one of the reasons that we were not the to quote Michael Butthurt fans who didn't like Last Jedi. We did were I say that on big, the podcast? Yes, you did, and I let it play. <laughs> Um, and I've quoted you before, actually, once. But we, Wonderful. you know, we actually thought it was incredibly important because basically that movie was all about restoring hope totally. in the face of extraordinary in the face adversity. Of extraordinary and even adversity, what some people would even term when failure, a, even almost. when a legend failed them. Right. 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 It right. was, and and so. But that's uh, what people need. Yeah. I mean, I, I really. Well, that. I, I honestly, the, the, I, not to get political, and because I don't get political on the podcast, yeah. but honestly, it's probably one of the things our country needs is literally to allow ourselves to step up to have some hope. To have some hope and not rely on anybody. I just had this conversation last night in, with Amanda. Just had this conversation. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And we need to stop saying them. Right. We need to stop saying they, them. It's all of us. Yes. I mean, and because we really, you know, don't, uh, yeah. We're, right. we're all in this thing of life together. And and there is good. Mm. There's That's lots right. of good. Mm-hmm. It just unfortunately doesn't always get the airtime and all that. But we can change that. Well, and you know where the good yes. really is? You know where the good really is? The in good, this room. No. The good, <laughs> podcast. No. <laughs> no, I think, I think, and this is sort of what you're getting at. I think the good is in the complex. Mm-hmm. And the complex is hard. Mm-hmm. Because the complex means that there might not be two plus two equals four right. when you're actually sitting down with somebody with they. Uh huh. Yeah. Whether it's on digitally or yeah. analog. Yeah. Totally. And the good, the great, the joy, I think, along with the sadness is found in that complex. Completely. Mm-hmm. And if if we can sort of just put out the noise and and model that for our kids. Totally. And let them and you know what? Because we here's the thing, I don't think we're able to eliminate the noise. But no. if we can but if we can teach them maybe to find their own silence among the noise. And manage the noise. And manage. Yeah. Manage the noise. That's yeah. the thing that distresses me the most. I think that young people today look to the adults like, why, I'm over here, like, help me out here. Well, and I'm even into this with my singers at the university level, even the graduate level, into them being self-learners, into them being self-discoverers, into them being responsible for their own education totally and not only that but i i sort of especially in the classroom you said you teach mm-hmm. classroom mm-hmm. as well i i my I, even in the 10 t- this is my 10th year as a t- tenure track professor or tenure professor i i think in those 10 years i've shifted even my own thinking from information conveyor to uh as as ian puts it uh, uh information curator Totally. And, and that's exactly right. It, mm-hmm. it, it's about how to teach the student how to, no, let's filter that. Let's let's filter that. 
let's let's or let's 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 use that, but let's realize that the, the let's have a perspective on it. But it has to be a two-way street. Yes, it yes. Can't be, and that's the thing. There's too much one-way communication or one-way mm-hmm. teaching or one-way. And even with all this digital stuff, it's one way. Yeah. Right? Yes, I can that's message right. you back. But it's really just, it's not in real time. And that, that right. was a big thrust and idea behind this L- LMR Live also, that in real time, mm-hmm. you're asking people these questions. In real time, yeah. they're yeah. being answered. You're that conversation really is different instead of you basically monologuing and just saying, this is what I think, and that's totally. it. Totally. Mm-hmm. And in the classroom, I mean, yes, I have lesson plans. I'm using air quotes again. And there, there's a plan, but the best days in the classroom are the days that we go up and around and over the bend. And because right. you have to adjust the teaching. And there are ninja stars. Mm-hmm. Ninja oh, my stars. gosh. That was a hilarious day. That's exactly right. Yes. It exactly is. Right. And that's what I wish, too. I'm getting on my pet, my platform here. Please. For, there's lots in the, of In the public <laughs> school. You know, I think that there needs to be to allow teachers to do their thing. Yes. Okay. Google mentality. You hire the best person you can and you let them do their thing. Love Absolutely. Go. Absolutely love it. Where can people contact you? They can contact me. They can do livingmusicresource at gmail.com. Okay. Or they can get on the Ole Miss Music website to find me. But probably the easiest way is livingmusicresource at gmail.com. Uh, Twitter at livemusres. And then the website is livingmusicresource.com. And I love to hear from people. I mean, what's cool, we're now at the point where so many people are reaching out like, mm-hmm. would you do this with us? Would you do that? That we're like having to filter. You have to like, say no to some people. I do, uh. and I don't like saying no. But um, then I want to get you, I want to either do an LMR Live here on location or have you to Oxford. Uh, I think we, we, could, just, we could do uh, an awesome it would, show we, structure. We would love it. It would be great. It would be, I'd great. be honored. Um, uh, okay, so I'm going to prepare you for this before I dump it on you, just because but we, we at the very end of the episode, we do takeaways. Okay. Okay, so we do takeaways. So it's just literally like one final thought. Okay. Or something. It could be about today. It could be about Nats. Gosh, we haven't even covered Nats. Nats. Nancy Mariah is our current outgoing chapter president here in Mississippi. She's going to continue on as our Mississippi governor. And that's, that's how we met, by the way. True. Goodness gracious. I should have gotten to that early. I just now calmed down from that. I just now had Nats like, okay, we've been Process. an hour away from Nats. Yeah. I guess I can start thinking about Nats again. Yeah. And Good. you hosted... I we mean, ha- like, well, uh, Viola took care of most of that. I didn't still. really. I mean, I was sort of running the recital hall, but but it was it, yeah. really it was fine. And I want to say, you know, I'm moving from president to governor, and Nick is going to be our vice president, president elect. Yes. So that means in the very new, near future, you will be the president. future Mississippi Ooh. State Board member. So very excited about that. Uh, happy happy to do it. Happy, honestly, happy thrilled. To do it. Um, so. Uh, takeaways. Takeaways. My takeaway is that every musician needs to learn how to use sound equipment, record stuff for themselves, and get a Patreon page because the internet exists and it will keep existing. That's my takeaway. Okay, Nancy Mariah, takeaway. I think be true to you and follow what really makes you tick because then you're going to be bringing your greatest contribution to those around you and to the world. And I think that that then leads to that. I think that ties into the hope. That's our word of this. For me, that's the it word I'm is. The, the yes, podcast. I love it. So be true to you. And that doesn't mean, this is longer than a takeaway. I think that doesn't mean no. just hold up. I mean, you have to listen to those around you in the terms of the, the people that you trust and all that. And you can't 
got to look at what's needed, but li- be true to you. Be you. Uh, as my takeaway today, I was trying to to text Sarah to see what she had for breakfast because Sarah's not with us. Uh, we every every every, every episode, episode we, we ask Sarah, Sarah what, what she, she had, had for breakfast. breakfast. Well, we had the same thing, probably. Yeah, you and I had the same thing. Yes, we had we had our lovely Nats chapter breakfast yes. this morning. Uh, anyway, um, what do you typically have for breakfast? My breakfast yes, is breakfast? Uh, one half cup of raw oats, one half cup of walnuts, one scoop of chia, one scoop of protein powder, a splash of unsweetened almond milk, one banana, a squirt of cinnamon, and then I blend that. Sounds lovely. Uh, into basically something that looks resembles porridge. Um, but it's exactly this uh, every day. I it's guarantee. exactly it's exactly that. Unless I unless a situation like last night where I was taking because when I, I starting in January I started intermittent fasting along with everything oh. else I was doing, and so I don't eat, typically don't eat dinner, and so uh, and so I um, uh, that's my controlled breakfast. Um, I have a very controlled breakfast. I sort of eat whatever I want for lunch, I mean, within reason, mm-hmm. um, and 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 then I don't don't eat dinner. So that's my that's my that's my breakfast every every day. Got it. Well, what's your takeaway? Sorry, no. I, do, no. I derailed him with the takeaway. No, 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 no. It's perfectly fine. I don't I'm mind. hungry. I think that's I why I was thinking about food. I don't mind sharing. Sure. Yes, by all means. Uh, we're gonna get you out of here. My takeaway is that I want to just thank the board again for having. Vocal Fry for the Nats State yes. Nats Conference. Yes. We had a great time last awesome. night. That video is already on our Facebook page, and uh, we had, gosh, did we have fun last we night. We had a lot of fun. We you guys a did a great job. A lot yeah. of fun. Well, thank you for having us. Yes. Uh, and for saying that. Uh, that's my takeaway. All right, guys. We are, we've are we been so thankful to have Nancy Mariah here. I've been trying to get her on for a while, and so glad that we could finally do it. Yes. Despite the fact that it's immediately following Nats. Hey, it works out. Uh, and, and we're glad she's here. And uh, that, that's it, everybody. Have hope for 2018, okay? Woo. All right, peace out. Bye.